Why do the Oscars have a stick up their ass? We're going back in time to figure out what really were the best movies of a certain year. Today, we're going to the year 2000. Welcome to the People's Oscars. And the Oscar goes to. I'm your host, Dave Fimbo. Today, my special guest is Britt Verrett. Britt, thanks for joining us. No problem. We know how this works. There's three acts. You want to tell the people what you're drinking today? Coke Zero? Yeah. All my guests have to have a beverage. It's kind of a tradition here at the People's Oscars. All right. Coke Zero it is. We know how this works. There's three acts. Act one will be making the shortlist. Act two, the nominees. And then act three, identifying which one is our People's Oscar winner. Uh, Before we dive in, just want to spend a minute talking about this week's news out of the Oscars. Did you hear that they are creating a achievement in popular film category? No. What does that mean? So they're going to basically have two best picture categories one for traditionally best pictures and one that's called popular film so that infinity war or black panther might be more likely to win that category so it's like becoming the mtv movie awards or something it's like exactly but it's inherently an inferior award and if I was... So no one wants to, yeah. to win that one. Like, if I well, made what, Black Panther, I, I wouldn't even want that award. Would you, though? Why not? I'd, if, want, if, I'd want Best Picture. But what if it was the difference between that award or no Oscar at all? Surely you'd rather have something than nothing. I'd rather have something, but I'd also feel insulted that they're like, you're, you're not good enough to be judged with all movies. You can only be judged against Wonder Woman. But they know what they are when they make, you know, they know what they are when they make those films. Well, they know they're, they're not an Oscar contender. So now it's just another way for them to win something. But that's the whole point of this podcast is why is Black Panther not considered an Oscar contender? Why does an Oscar contender have to be stuffy and serious? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's your, pro- your podcast, man. I don't know. You know, a quick example and then we'll move on to start this episode. Philip Seymour Hoffman, he was nominated for Academy Awards for his roles in Capote, Charlie Wilson's War, Doubt, and The Master. Those are the only four nominations he ever got for the Oscars. So they ignored all the other performances he gave, including he's great in Magnolia, Almost Famous, Happiness, Moneyball, Big Lebowski. Punch Drunk Love, you know, those movies were not considered Oscar worthy, even though he's delivering good performances in every movie he's in. But wouldn't you also say his performances in the deliver depends on the part that he's playing? And so what if those movies like Big Lebowski are not lending themselves to Oscar worthy performances? And that's the whole point of this podcast. Okay. Well, glad I'm here then. <laughs> All right, so we're ready for Act 1 for the year 2000. I have an initial list of 25 movies. This is sort of the lightning round. We're going to cut it down to about 10 or 15. Uh, So we don't need to 
you know, praise or heap merits upon anything right now. I'm just going to go through, and if there's anything that you think should be cut right away that it's not even worth discussing, we can just cut it and move on. Okay? Best in show. Should be considered, yeah. yeah. Aaron Brockovich. Yes. Castaway. Eh. Wow. Man, Tom Hanks is getting no love on this podcast. I love T. Hanks, but okay. I don't know. Castaway? No. All right, we're, we're keeping it for now. Okay. Chocolate. No. All right, we're cutting it. Bye, Chocolate. We never knew you. Memento. Eh. Oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah. Take your little event. Take your leave it. Um, I actually, I didn't hate it, but I don't have a lot to say about Oh no. Brother. So I'm losing it. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I'll keep it. Come. Tra- Wait, that didn't win actual Oscars? Some, it, some, it must have. Some of these might have won okay. actual Oscars. All right, because I feel like that that certainly has won some things. I it, feel it, like. it was definitely. We should pull it up. That's that's before Act Three. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you're a big fan of the first episode. Um, I'll get to it. <laughs> traffic. Are you familiar with the movie? Traffic? I don't even know what that is. No. Uh, I think I saw it, and I think I found it confusing and boring. And so, all right, Requiem for a Dream. That belongs in that category of movies you only see once, and it's good in some ways, but I'm not. No, I'm not considering it that. Almost famous. I feel like it's overrated, but yes, I feel like it should be a part of this conversation. Yeah. I don't know if we've heard a movie that you like so far, but we'll we'll, we'll keep going. Snatch. <laughs> nah. Nah. Um, I think we should keep it around for a moment, but I'm not super high on it. Okay. X-Men. This is the original. Like the first X-Men? The, the first X-Men movie. Like with Anna Paquin and yes. Hugh Jackman. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we found your, uh, yes, your entry X-Men. point. Okay. Frequency. What was that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Frequency's a good flick. Check it out. <laughs> Gladiator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep it around for the moment. American Psycho. Yes. Okay. For sure. Finding Forrester. I don't know what that is either. You're the man now, dog. I, you're not helping. I don't. You're the man now, <laughs> dog. <laughs> okay, don't do it again. Like, I still don't know what you're talking about. It's a Goodwill Hunting ripoff. With Sean Connery. Sean Connery. You're the man now, dog. Like as the Robin Williams character? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm not I'm not interested. We're losing it, but just move along. You're the man now, dog. Okay, alright. <laughs> Pay it forward. I don't know what that is. I believe it's a Helen Hunt Kevin Spacey. Oh, no, absolutely wow. not. Uh Jonathan Lipnicki, maybe? No. Nope. No, or is that Haley Joel Osment? Okay. <laughs> Some blonde kid. Some blonde kid. Meet the parents. Yeah. Okay. Like, we're talking about the first one. This is the first. This okay. is not the Fockers. Yeah. This is Meet the Parents. Okay, yeah. Boiler Room. Mm, 
I think I saw that. I don't even remember it. This is Ben Affleck as a like Wall Street guy. Ugh, barf. No. So we're gonna lose it, but the it's notable for a really great speech. Okay. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil doesn't fucking have any. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. A little movie called Final Destination. I feel like that should be on the list. Okay, we're keeping it. What Lies Beneath. Ooh, yes. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. Okay. High Fidelity. Yeah. Jack John, Black. John, John Cusack, Cusack is like a bit much, but yes. Okay. All right. This film I know we're going to cut, but I have to mention it. Nine Queens. What that is. It is a Portuguese movie, and it's my favorite Portuguese movie. <laughs> is it also the only Portuguese movie that you've ever seen? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's really good, though. What? What's so good about it? Uh, it's a heist. Oh well. And that's, that's why you know about it. Um, and to be clear, it's no, that's since two thousand two. Don't worry about. It. It's from... Release date, 2002. 2000. What's that? That's release date. U- that's U.S. release date. Mm, I feel like that should matter, but whatever. <laughs> to be clear, it's from Argentina, and it's really good. It's about stamps. You well, just said it's Portuguese. They speak Portuguese, maybe. No, they don't. <laughs> All right. We might have to redo this whole section, but... <laughs> They, you mean in Brazil they speak Portuguese? Argentina they speak Spanish. All right, so it's 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 Spanish slash Argentina, not Portuguese. So you were we spent a lot of time on on Nine Queens. You yeah. didn't know what you were talking, yeah, talking about. Okay, all right, that's a flub. We'll move on. Two more. The perfect storm. Nah, we're losing it. <laughs> what women want. <laughs> I kind of feel like we should keep it on We're going to keep it around. Okay. All right. So we have narrowed down from an initial list of 25 to about 16, I think. Okay? You're getting rid of nine queens, right? Oh, yeah. We lost nine queens. Why are you trying to keep that around? Well, all right. We're down to 15 movies. That was perfect. All right. All right. Now, this is the the toughest part. Okay. We're going to move on to Act 2. This is the nominees. Okay. We have to pick... Five out of this 15. Okay. Any place you want to start. Now, let's, let's clarify. What, the five what? How are we defining? These are the five, our personal favorites slash personal best. Okay. Now, those are different things, though. My, my, the whole I, like, th- I might say, like, you know, X is one of my favorite movies. Would I say it's the best movie? No. So, like, you need to define here what we're... I mean, so some of the criteria that I have here are, which movie would you rather watch tonight? Okay. Uh, Another one would be, you know, which movie have you seen more over the last 20 years? Okay. Or which movie has more impact on you both personally or just on the culture? Okay, now that I feel like... So I feel like the first two things really have to do with what you enjoy. Which may or may not be the best thing you've ever seen. Well, this is... Okay, so we're focusing on enjoyment. 
Would you say that's fair? I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean. Okay. All right. So we need to pick anything. All right. Now that we've gotten to the second round, anything else that we think should just be cut right away? I've got I've got some choices. I say let's lose snatch. We're not going back to watch that. Yeah, I agree. I would cut Castaway. Whoa! I would. Whoa! Get over it, man. Like Tom Hanks has plenty of good stuff out there. I don't think Castaway is one of the best. Castaway is incredible. Tom Hanks. Would you watch it over and over? I would absolutely watch it right now. That's bullshit. (laughs) No, you wouldn't. Absolutely. I have never seen. I. You probably have seen it what once. I've seen it several times. It is great. Where have I been? Because I have never seen it with you. Let's watch it tonight. I'm I'm not going to watch it. It's not on my list. I'm saying cut it. I'm keeping it for the moment. Wow. Gladiator. I want to cut it. That's one of those that I feel like is a good film, but by your criteria, am I going to watch it over and over? Is it one of my favorite movies? No. I think it's it's well done. So here's my take on it. Uh... For those who know, Gladiator actually won Best Picture this year. I feel like that's bullshit. I feel like no. What? What? I don't. I don't know about that. I think it's bullshit because it's the only kind of action-oriented movie that the Oscars recognize. Like they don't recognize Die Hard. They don't recognize Jaws even, but. If it's about historical figures, now it feels important. And so now we're going to give it, you know, an award. When I'd rather watch Mission Impossible than Gladiator. Well, the Oscars are not about what you'd rather watch, though. You're, you're... Should it not? Like, should it not be about achievement in filmmaking? Achievement in filmmaking is different than what will people watch over and over and over again. And maximum enjoyment. I love Idiocracy. Yeah, like, that should win an Oscar. <laughs> this is the point. You're this... changing. You're then you're changing the definition. Of like, well, welcome to the podcast, Brit. I'm just saying. I'm saying. Well, you're arguing that it shouldn't have won, and I'm saying I understand why it did. And I'm saying it's gone. Are you not entertained? I'm not. That's fine. Uh, I fell asleep during Gladiator. That's how bored I was. I like Final Destination. I don't. It's think clever, it, but I don't think it, I don't think it would make the top five. It's no. not making the top five. Uh, Meet the Parents. I'm. I would vote for not making the top five. Nah. You wait a keep, minute. You keep I, it? I would get rid of Castaway. We're not getting rid of Castaway <laughs> right now. All right, we're not. Castaway is not going to be one of the top five. It might be. No, it won't. It might be. Then you're going to have to like go all in on Castaway oh, and God. give me the other four okay. because. Oh. <laughs> That's your exchange rate yeah. for negotiation? Because Castaway is Give me so the uneven. other four? It's so uneven. Wow. Castaway shouldn't be up Wow. Here. Okay, so we're keeping Meet the Parents then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Aaron Brockovich? Have Man. you seen that movie in the last 15 years? I feel like I'd have to see it again before I'd figure out what I want to do with it. Okay. We're down to... I would get rid of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I, it's one of those movies that I would say is Oscar-worthy in the sense that it is well done. 
Am I, by your standard though, am I going to watch it over and over again? Is it highly, highly enjoyable? No. So I would eliminate that. I'm fine losing that. I would eliminate Almost Famous. Whoa! I shots fired. I I think it's I think it's definitely overrated. All right. Well, all right. Let's take. A I think it's pulling right. on strings. I think it's a little like. I think it's a little manipulative. People like it's it's pulling on strings and stuff, but doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of content to it. Okay. We're down to 11. Okay. Let's take a break from cutting. Okay. To try to see if we can put some in the in the finals here. Okay. I'll recap the 11 where we're at. American Psycho has got to be in the finals. Okay. I will I will accept that okay. nomination. All right. American Psycho, you you are in the finals. In the top 5. Best in show. Best in show. Because, okay, Best in show, there never been, did we have a mockumentary before Best in show? It is the definitive mockumentary. It may not be the very first. I mean, this is Spinal Tap came before it. But, but that was how many years before? That's, I, that's I feel like I feel like the novelty of Best in show, the acting of Best in show, the originality yeah. I think so Sp- I think Best in Show has got to be in the top five. Spinal Tap is 84. So yeah. for Best in Show to come out in 2000, it's sort of this, a second generation of mockumentary and t- sort of brought it back. Really uh, good cast. Really good script. Okay. Really I, good acting. I think I think Best in Show should be in the top five. I'm going to pencil it in. Pencil? <laughs> Just sometimes, Whatever, man. Sometimes it's, it might come... Fine, to- fine. I think Memento <laughs> is is both an achievement in originality filmmaking as well as you know audience friendly. You want to watch it more than one time. You want to you know study the scenes and enjoy the performances and follow the thread each time you watch it. Okay, tell me what. Tell me what about explain go go a little bit more in there because. I don't know that I'm buying it. So, I mean, Memento does something that I've never seen done before and to this day, where half the scenes are in reverse chronological order and half the scenes are in chronological order. And you f- it gives you the sense that you have lost your memory because you're seeing things in reverse chronological order. And so it puts you into that. You really feel that character. And it's and a unique storytelling that's very effective. What about the rest of it, though? I mean, that's the whole thing. It's, I'm saying, what about the cinematography? What about the acting? What about everything? It's all else? good. It's it's. You think so? I do. Who was the main actor in that? I believe it's Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce is Leonard Shelby. Also, great performance from Joey Pants. Stephen Toblowski. Okay, obviously you're going to keep hitting this, so fine. Memento, fine. Okay. Um, I would want What Lies Beneath. Wow, What Lies Beneath. It's really good. It is really good. It's really good. Really well done. Like, Michelle Pfeiffer and... uh, Who's the dude? It's Harrison Ford, right? Yeah. Like, they are really good. 
Um, they're both like excellent. That's one of those that I haven't seen it like super recently, but I've watched it a couple times since it came out, and it holds up. It, yes, it is. And the timing, I there's a like cinematic timing to that movie, like. The time, the sus- like the understanding of suspense is so good in that movie, so I would put that in the top five. All right, if you do what lies beneath, <laughs> I feel like I really want both Castaway and Almost Famous. And I think I'd rather have Almost Famous. Fine. Okay, so now... We've, we've listed five. Okay. What we're, what's currently on the outside is Aaron Brockovich, Castaway, X-Men, Meet the Parents, High Fidelity, What Women Want. <laughs> so let's, let's discuss What Women Want just for a second. Okay. I don't think it's on the same level. No, but it's it's, not. it's an enjoyable movie. I I but I wonder if the reasons that it's enjoyable is not the same reasons that other movies are enjoyable. Because I feel like I'm a little bit laughing at it when I'm like I'm half enjoying it and half being like, "What is this?" You know, the advertising presentation to Nike. <laughs> Maybe one of the greatest. Does it make you want to go into advertising? It really does. <laughs> no, what is it? No games. Just sports. Yeah. Nike. No games. Just sports. Okay. So we're, we're, we're fine. Do you think Nike was like, man, they should have. Why did we get that screenwriter? I mean, they should have turned that into a real campaign, like ripped from the movie. That could have been the just do it for women for the next 20 years. Just do it for women. Women need their own. Women can't just do it. Was do it was a women's campaign. All right. It's the, I'm just the, saying, the name of the movie is What Women Want. I'm just saying that just do it could work for women, too. It does, but that was a women's campaign. Yeah. Nike women. Okay, I'm fine losing Meet the, Meet the Parents. Yeah. I'm fine losing Aaron Brockovich. I think we have our top five. I think we're ready. All right, we're 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 just gonna make sure we covered our bases. X Men is really good. But when I look at the top five, though, do I think it should bump anything out? No, I, I agree. High Fidelity is also really great, and it's I encourage just, everyone to watch High Fidelity. It's not, as soon but as you I, finish, but I wouldn't bump pod. it out for any of the top five. I agree. So now we're down. This is this is, I think, a, a fun, you know, sort of last chance moment. We have six, counting Castaway. So our top five: American Psycho, Best in Show, Memento, What Lies Beneath, Almost Famous. Does Castaway deserve a spot over any one of those five movies? I say no. I mean, I would bump Best in Show or What Lies Beneath, but, you know, it's not just about me. 
This is the people. You're right. This is the people's Oscars. That's why there's a guest. And your You've got your memento in there. Your disrespect your for famous. Tom Hanks it's and dis- Wilson. Oh good grief. Is both duly noted and offensive. Yet it will stand. Tom Hanks, I don't know what we have to do to get you nominated for a people's Oscar. I'm going to keep trying, though. He gets real Oscars. He's okay. He deserves this one, too. He did I mean, whatever. What was Forrest Gump? 96 or something? 94. He got... I'm sure he got anything and everything for Forrest Gump. All right. Well, uh, we have to take a quick sponsor break, and then we'll come back for Act 3. Do you suck at cooking? Do you not know how to go to the grocery store and pick out basic ingredients? And find one out of literally 10 million free recipes online? Do you hate the environment? Would you like us to send 40 to 50 individually packaged ingredients, such as one clove of garlic or a single teaspoon of Dijon mustard? Then Blue Apron is for you. Be sure to ask about our new overpriced wine delivery service. Why buy one bad bottle of wine for $10 when we can ship you a bad bottle for 80 Blue Apron! Use offer code GULLIBLE to save 2% on your first order. Before we move on to Act 3, we have to review the actual Oscars from the year 2000. Okay. Traffic. Okay. Aaron Brockovich. Fair. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Has its place. Chocolat. No, I don't get that. And your Best Picture winner from 2000, Gladiator. It's not the worst list. I, you know, when you're talking about your people's Oscars, I think, no, we don't have any of those in our top five, but I also get why those are, and I don't necessarily have an issue with most of them. Like, I see it. I see it. It's not the worst list. No. And I, I, like, I appreciate them, you know, including, like, Julia Roberts, for example, or... Why? What, the big underdog Julia Roberts? I'm saying to reckon the point is to recognize movie stars that people actually want to go see and not just some shitty, you know, two million dollar movie. Dude, this kinda sounds like the idiocracy of the Oscars. That was This is this is the dumbing down of the Oscars right here. Like that that's kinda what you're proposing when you're saying that like popularity should have some weight. I mean, I don't think popularity is Brit will not be joining us on future episodes <laughs> of the People's Oscars. I mean, who cares about popularity? Why Why is this something the Oscars should recognize? Who cares? It's and time then- for Act 3! <laughs> the nominees are... Memento. Lenny! I guess I've already told you about my condition. Oh, well, only every time I see you. Best in show. Cookie and I work as a team. We met at this dance. He didn't want to dance. I got two left feet. (laughs) I thought he was kidding. But I wasn't. I was born with two left feet. American Psycho. Look at that subtle off-white coloring. The tasteful thickness of it. Oh my god. It even has a watermark. 
What Lies Beneath? And almost famous. God, it's gonna get ugly, man. They're gonna buy you drinks. You're gonna meet girls. They're gonna try to fly you places for free, offer you drugs. And I know it sounds great. But these people are not your friends. You know, these are people who want you to write sanctimonious stories about the genius of rock stars, and they will ruin rock and roll and strangle everything we love about it. Well, we've had a, a great time agreeing so far. Oh, sure. Yeah. We no longer need to agree. Uh, as the guest, you get to make your own pick for the winner of what you think is the best of those five movies. Do you have it in your head? Would Would you like to discuss anything? I know. I, I have my pick. Brit's pick for the 2000 People's Oscars is... Can I say what my runners-up are? And then tell you what it is? Sure, sure. So my runners-up are What Lies Beneath and Best in Show. Brit's pick for 2000 Oscars, American Psycho. Tell us about American Psycho and why you think it's the best movie of 2000. It is riveting. Like, it is so good. Um... What's his face? Christian Bale is eerily perfect to where you'd expect that that maybe that's just who he is. Like maybe that's like the kind of person he is. Um, the music, like the use of music where they juxtapose like the eighties, the like Huey Lewis in the news, <laughs> <laughs> the juxtaposition of the the music with the scenes, like the violent scenes, is insane um i also think they did a really good job of showing a kind of a bubble universe like a a a a way of life that i'll never be a part of or want to but you are sucked into this like complete insanity just like a, a complete like alternate reality and it's riveting i think the whole thing is riveting and i love like the, I think one of the best scenes from that. Well, there's two scenes that I think of: the business card scene. The business card scene. <laughs> is they're comparing their business cards. Absolutely legendary and riveting. Uh, the business card scene and the scene where he's talking about the Huey Lewis album as he's getting the room ready to kill Jared Leto. Insane. Just like, I mean. As you're watching, you just can't believe what you're watching. And you're, it's, I just, I love that movie. I would watch it over and over again. Now, it's funny because, like, it's how friendly is it to women, you know? Is it, what would it get on the Bechtel scale? Like, I mean, it's, I guess Bechtel scale is all or nothing. I think it would fail. Like, all the women are, what, prostitutes or they end up murdered or raped or, like, is there any... Like, and the, the boardrooms are all female. Like, I mean, it's horrible for women. It sucks for women. But isn't that like, you know, the 80s on Wall Street? You just said the boardrooms were all female. I meant all male. I don't remember seeing any women. It's not the best movie for women's no. causes. 
No. But if that's how it was, then that's how it was. And maybe still is on Wall Street. How would I know? Have you ever gotten a reservation for Dorcia? No. <laughs> is that a real restaurant? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm assuming that it was not a real New York restaurant, that, but that it was based on a, like, a typical, like, the restaurant scene in New York, is my assumption. I'm assuming it's not a real restaurant. I'm going to be straight up with you right now. You didn't pick American Psycho, did you? I didn't. I don't know what I'm going to pick. I I came into this willing to hear viewpoints and debate and engage. I know what you're going to pick. For me, there's there's two that... I know what you're going to pick. The two that I'm debating about are Almost Famous and Memento. And I could really be talked into either one right now. Before I make my choice, which of those two do you prefer? Prefer in what way? If I said, hey, tonight I want to watch Memento or Almost Famous, your well, pick. That's the thing. If I have to watch one, I'd watch Almost Famous. But if you asked me which one's the better film, I'd say Memento. Whenever I watch Almost Famous, I feel really good. I think the first time I saw it, I experienced it through the lens of the band. Like I thought like the band was cool and I wanted to hear about the band and see their life. And I think on subsequent viewings, I saw more through the eyes of the writer and his his journey and his experiences. When it comes down to picking between that and Memento, I'm going to choose Memento. Yeah. And the, the reason I'm choosing it is because of the uniqueness, I think, that... There's other movies that can give you the same sense as Almost Famous, that can take you on a, a sort of either a rags to riches or a, you know, look through a world of music or a world of film or whatever through a different lens, right? When I saw Memento in the theater, I hadn't seen anything like it, and I still haven't. Its ability to tell a story and put you through that character's story as it does that is why I give it the people's Oscar. Any thoughts on Memento? Of your two choices, I think it's the better choice. Is that what you thought I was going to pick? Yes. I almost picked Almost Famous. No, you It's really good. Okay, it's time for the final part of the episode, you have to decide who you want to accept the People's Oscar on behalf of American Psycho. You can pick an actor, director, writer, editing, soundtrack, cinematography, any aspect of the film that you think deserves to be recognized. Can I only pick one? Yeah. 
I mean, I think it's obvious, but... It's Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I don't know who... Like, if I could pick more than one person, I would pick Christian Bale. I'd pick the director. I'd pick the cinematographer. And I think that it was a book originally, so I'd pick the author. Um... But if I can only pick one, then yeah, Christian Bale. Or do you give it to Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> strong strong runner-up. Uh, for Memento, I have to give it to Christopher Nolan. He wrote it. He directed it. It's his baby from start to finish. He has never won an Academy Award. He's been nominated only once for Best Director for Dunkirk, which is not his best movie. So now he's won a People's Oscar. I'm sure he'll sleep better tonight. So wait, are you factoring that into having him do it or making him win or whatever? Or are you just saying that? No, I think that I actually did factor it into John Goodman last week. See, I feel like that's not fair because I feel like, you know... Either it's good or it's not good. Either it wins or it doesn't win. And you can't be looking at the whole picture like, oh, you know, he's been around a while. He earned it. I mean, no, like either it was the best or it wasn't. I think Memento is clearly the singular product of Christopher Nolan, first and foremost. And it just so happens that he has been overlooked by the Academy. So the people are writing that wrong. She just rolled her eyes for those of you who can't see her. (laughs) I mean... Alright, this concludes episode 2, the year 2000 of the People's Oscars. Any last words? Alright, we'll see you next week. (laughs)